Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Chick in a Bag podcast. I am Ty Johnson, and I'm continuing to speak on the ABCs of getting out of the bag. We've been talking about the letter D, and today is going to conclude that particular section. And we're going to be talking about D for difference. D for difference. You may say, how does difference um, aid me in getting out of the bag? Number one, we are all different. Each and every one of us, we carry a difference. There is something different about me. There's something different about you. These differences make up our unique fiber, the essence of who we are. And God created them for a purpose, for a reason, and for a season. That's why we were created for such a time as this. We all carry difference. Not just we carry difference, but circumstances carry difference. Other people carry difference. Opportunities carry difference. And we're going to talk about how to discern difference so that we can escape the bag that tries to confine us into um, instead of allowing us to go into full and high expression of ourselves. I'm going to be reading Psalm 139, verse 14, first from the King James Version. It says, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. I know that your works are marvelous, God. How is it that we're able to know that the works of God are so marvelous? The sun, the sky, the moons, all of creation, we marvel at it. But when it comes to the creation of us, (laughs) we're so down on ourselves. We push ourselves down. We don't celebrate who God has created us to be. Well, after you listen to this podcast, I pray that your eyes of your understanding are enlightened and you can see the miraculous, wonderful, marvelous work that is in you, your difference, the thing that God innately placed in you to be the difference. I'm going to read it again, Psalm 139, um, starting verse 13 to 18, but this time I'm going to read it from the New Living Translation. It says, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. You knew me in my mother's womb before I came to this earth. You made me specifically for such a time as this, verse 14, for thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. (laughs) You know, sometimes we think we're so complex, no one understands, but God understands. The complexities were on purpose. He purposely gave them to you because you're different and you are going to make a difference. You're created to be the difference. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. You see, that goes to tell you Oftentimes the enemy wants to come and tell you, oh, look at what you did. Look at how this happened. Look at this. Look at that. God can't use you. God won't. Here the Bible says that every day was laid out before even one day was lived. God knows. He knows what he's placed in you, but you still have to make the decision to live out his expectations for your life. You carry a difference. We're going to talk about embracing that difference. Let's keep going. Verse 17 says, how precious 
are your thoughts about me, O oh God? They cannot be numbered. Do you hear that? How precious is the thoughts of God towards you? It says they can't be numbered. I can't even count them, verse 18 says. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. Hallelujah. That means that no matter what goes on in my life, your thoughts are good towards me, God. You place something so precious inside of me that's a difference. It's a difference, Lord God, because you know my days, my ends, my shortcomings, my my good days, my bad days, and yet you're still with me. When I wake up from darkness, you're still there. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Amen. Once you embrace your unique difference, you are free to be you. Let me tell you something. We need you. The world needs you. The world awaits you. And that thing that makes you different from anyone that ever was or ever will be. There is something inside of you, something that you carry that no one else knows what that thing is until you embrace it and allow it to shine forth. You see, oftentimes our differences are made fun of or, or we become uh, ashamed of them. We're even shunned by them or, or, or shunned because of them from society. But your difference is carrying your deliverance to your next level in life. I hope you hear what I just said. I said your difference is carrying your deliverance to your next level in life. Once embraced and mastered, it will open doors and set tables you never imagined. Your difference makes the difference. Your difference makes the difference. Now, let me tell you, you need to understand that you carry this difference. It is a, it is something that you have to begin to seek God and search out so that you can identify it, own it, master it, and live it. Walk in it so that when you walk into a room, you command, your presence commands acknowledgement. Your presence makes the difference. You are the difference. No matter how many restaurants there are, still new ones are opening every day. Why? Difference. No matter how many cars are manufactured, new ones are being designed every day. Why? Difference. What do you have that you've seen a version of before? You've seen a version of it but you make the difference. Don't silence your difference another day. Share it with the world as the gift that it is for our present. That's why it's called the present because it's loaded with gifts, gifts that many people are not even showing up to present. Come on now. There is something in you for this present moment that God is asking you to release it and it's called your difference. The graveyard is filled with so many gifts, talents, inventions, because the owners wouldn't embrace and act upon their difference. God forbid that that be our portion. When I die, I want to die empty. I remember the, the great Dr. Miles Monroe, he always talked about this, the graveyard being the richest place. And he talked about dying empty. And I tell you, that is my desire, that I don't die loaded with the gifts of God, my difference that would have made a difference. 
You're different. You're not like anyone else, no matter how similar you are and how your gift may appear similar to theirs, you still are different. The beauty about difference is that it creates variety and options. Our difference isn't for everyone. That's what you need to understand. Um, even though your difference is great, even though my difference is great, it's not for everyone and everyone won't receive it. Your difference isn't for everyone, but for someone, for some group of people will benefit from experiencing your difference. I want you to think about this. We need to begin to discern difference in people, difference in seasons, difference in the moment. Difference in opportunities and invitations, difference in priorities. What is important to me today is not the same thing that was important to me 10 years ago. And the thing that's going to be important to me 10 years from now may likely not be the priority of today. What is my difference in this moment? What is the difference in this moment? What is it? You have to begin to ask yourself, um, what is the difference in this season? You know, there's a season where you may be focused on your studies, where your top priority is graduating from school. There's a difference in that season. So you don't have time to hang out with your friends and do a lot of things that other people may be privy to do at that time because there's a difference in the season. Um, somebody that may have been close to you at a particular time in your life, that relationship may take a turn because the season has changed or the difference in that person has shifted or the difference in you has shifted. So now your, your paths are going in opposite directions. We need to be able to discern these things, discern difference in all things around us. You can't treat everybody the same. There's difference. <laughs> this is all extremely key in maneuvering and maximizing your life here on earth. Mishandling any of these things can be devastating to you reaching the fullest and highest expression of yourself. And that's the goal. You want to reach the highest and fullest expression of who you are. And the only way you can do that is to embrace your difference, your difference in the moment, your difference in your season, your difference in life, your difference in your gift, your difference in your calling, your difference in your talent, your difference in your family, your difference on your job or in your business, your difference in your brand. The difference makes the difference. If you neglect to discern the people you should be gravitating towards, you can squander so many open doors by being nonchalant and disengaged. I can't say this enough. Sometimes we meet people jewels that God has brought into our life, but we mishandle those people because we don't discern their difference. We don't discern that God sent them to our life for this present moment. And in this moment, they have a difference that will make a difference in your life. Sometimes you're on the opposite end of that. You come into someone's life, but they, for whatever reason, they did not discern your difference. That's okay. If they didn't discern your difference, maybe God will send another opportunity through another individual. That doesn't mean that you are to negate or to start thinking that you don't carry that difference. You carry it. They just were unable to discern it. God forbid that you're not able to discern your destiny shifters, your destiny changers, your destiny connections. Be able to discern the difference so that you don't mishandle and squander opportunities and people.
Just like you're different, so is everyone else. Make it a priority discern, to discern difference in people. You cannot treat an honorable person the same way you would treat an unfaithful or an irrespectable or irresponsible person. There is a clear difference which requires difference. Let me tell you, difference requires difference. When you carry something that is different, you're going to be received a different kind of way in the right atmosphere. And if it's the wrong atmosphere, your difference should give you enough confidence and security to exit. I'll say that again. If what you carry is not celebrated in a particular place, in a particular atmosphere, in a particular opportunity, then exit gracefully. It doesn't mean that you're better than or that they're better than. It just means that you're protecting your difference so that you can continue to go forth and be the difference for the right people. Know your difference. When you enter a room, I'm not talking about arrogance, but I'm talking about confidence in knowing and owning what you bring to the room to make a difference for the better. Your difference makes a difference for the better. I always declare that once I put my hand to something or become a part of something, it can never remain the same, but it must increase in value because of what I will add to it with my difference. I do not play with my time. I do not play with my commitment to things. If I'm going to be a part of it, I will add value to it and it will be a difference for the better. I know what's in me. And when I enter, I've come to pour this difference out and to shift the environment. The atmosphere must change for the better. I'm loaded. You should say that with me. Say, I'm loaded. Come on, say it again. I'm loaded. When someone gets me, they get a blessing. I make a difference because I am the difference. It may not have worked before. That's okay. I wasn't there before. (laughs) I am the difference that makes a difference. You got to know this. You got to know what you carry. You got to know that just because it happened that way for them does not mean it's going to happen that way for me. When God has placed something in my heart and called me to a thing, I'm going knowing that I am the difference because of the difference he's made in me. The enemy doesn't want you to embrace this. He doesn't want you to declare so boldly the gift of who you are. He wants you to stay in this bag, this bag of mediocrity and timidity. But my prayer is that after hearing this podcast today, you will arise in all of the glory of the difference that you carry and boldly declare that you are the difference created to make a difference. You're not the weakest link. Hallelujah. You're not the weakest link. You're the missing link. Come on and say it with, I'm not the missing link. I'm not the, I'm not the weakest link. I'm the missing link. Whose difference are you carrying? What industry awaits the difference in you? What nation is crying out for the difference you carry? What doors have just been waiting for you to show up and walk through to make the difference needed in the room? You are the difference. Embrace your difference. Embrace it. Okay, as I close, I'm going to give you seven ways to embrace your difference. Seven ways to embrace your difference. Number one, stop comparisons. Stop comparisons. Comparison is the enemy of you embracing your difference. It's the enemy of you becoming. It's the enemy of you being who God has called you to be when you begin to compare yourself to other. It is literally self-hate. 
Do not compare who you are, what you have, where you're going, where you are in life to anyone. Embrace the different season that God has for your life and work with that. Work with who you are right now. Work with where you are financially. Work with where you are intellectually. Work with where you are and God will begin to bring the increase. Number two, fall in love with creation of God. That is you. Fall in love with the creation of God. That is you. Begin to look at the intricacies of who God created you to be. Like the psalmist said when we were talking in Psalm 139, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and my soul knows this right well. You need to know it. You need to fall in love with who God has created and made you to be. Oh my God, begin to love on yourself. When you begin to love yourself, it exudes and it enables you to love others. As a matter of fact, the scripture says that we are to love our brothers and our sisters, our neighbors, as we love ourselves. If you can't love yourself, you can't love nobody else. I hope you hear me clearly. People are wondering why love isn't working because you don't love yourself. You must first of all, love yourself. This is how you will be able to effectively love others. Number three, ask God to reveal your true nature. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you yourself. Ask him to show you who he sees you as. When you begin to see yourself as God sees you, the scales will fall off your eyes and you will gain a confidence in you through Christ Jesus. That's when the Bible says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. When God reveals who you are, you will begin to walk according to the excellence that he's placed on your life. You're different. Verse four, pursue avenues of expression of who you really are, not who people in society have morphed you into becoming. Don't try to follow the trends. I will say this again. Don't try and follow what everyone else is saying. Oh, you need to do this. Oh, if you do this, you'll, you'll be able to be more popular. You'll be a people love difference. People love difference. That's why there are so many options in the world today. Anyone that is a trendsetter, anyone that um, really did great, 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 great things in life, they had a different idea. Yeah, they may have failed a thousand or a hundred thousand times, but they didn't give up. They embraced their difference. Don't follow what everyone else is doing. Do what God has placed in your hand to do. Number five, shed the expectations of others and pursue God's expectation of you. My God, this one is a mind blowing. When the Bible says in Jeremiah 29, 11, he says, I know the thoughts and the plans I have for you. At the end of that, it says um, plans to give you an expected end. When God gave me the revelation that these are his expectations, not my expectations, not the expectations that others have for me, but God actually has expectations, expectations of greatness, expectations of prosperity, expectations of healing, expectations that are mind blowing. And I need to pursue God so that I can pursue his expectations for me. I want to know what are his expectations for me so that I'm able to pursue those. And I'm, and I'm asking him for avenues in which I can pursue those and bring joy to him. I'm going to shed every other expectation in my prayers that you too will shed every other expectation that is not God's expectation for you. Number six, be honest. 
Be honest with yourself and with others. If you don't like something, you don't like it. You don't have to act like you like something. There's a difference in you and there's a reason why you don't like it. It doesn't bring joy to you. It doesn't um, uh, cause you a spark to come alive that you will produce anything that God has for you in this season. Don't lie to yourself. If you know for a fact that you can do better than you're doing, say that. Be honest with yourself. Be honest that, you know, um, this is not the best course to make XYZ happen. I need to make a shift. I need to make a change or this relationship no longer serves me. Uh, this, This opportunity no longer serves me. Be honest with yourself and be honest with others. It's imperative. It's the only way that your difference can shine forth and that you don't smother it and suffocate it out of being. And number seven, B. B, we are human beings. Are you allowing yourself to be you? Are you allowing yourself to to actually be that person that you are, that the thoughts, the, the desires, the dreams, the goals, the plans that you feel ringing so truly in your heart? Or are you just going through life to make a living? Or are you living a life? You know, um, oftentimes I tell people there are so many people that are giving away their life to make a living, but they never live. They're alive, but they never live. You never flourish. Can you imagine a rose that was meant to bring forth so much beauty to the earth? It was supposed to do, but it had this um, understanding that it just needed to stay in the ground and, and nurture the seed and it never came up. It just never grew up. It it was the it was planted there. It stayed. It felt like its job was to take in the nutrients from the ground and that it was supposed to kind of shed it out for everyone else. And it just got stuck underneath the ground. It never came forth. Well, what would be the the use of that rose? Just like you have to ask yourself, what would be the use of my life if I never find full expression of who I really am? I'm gonna rob the world from seeing the creation, what God has placed in me, the greatness, because I refuse to be. I refuse to just do exactly what it is that God has placed in me out of fear, out of compromise, whatever it is. But please allow yourself to be you and all which that encompasses. I'm going to pray for you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for my brother and my sister. I thank you for the difference that you've placed in their life. I thank you that they carry a difference that will make the difference, a difference in their community, a difference in their family, a difference in their brand, in their business, a difference on their job, a difference wherever they go. They carry it and you placed it into them for such a time as this to be released to the rest of us that we may experience another avenue of how beautiful and wonderful and marvelous you are. I thank you, Lord God, that they will no longer be afraid to shine forth in the beauty of their difference, that they will embrace it, oh God, and that they will be all that you've destined and called them to be. We give you all the honor, Father. We give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' matchless name, we worship you. Amen and amen. I want to thank you for listening to the Chick in a Bag podcast. Again, I am Ty Johnson, and I am so excited about you getting and staying out of the bag. Until next time, God bless. Bye-bye.